When we share our stories with one another, we inspire each other. We help each other to grow. We also help one another to feel less alone. I'm Amanda Solar. I'm the host of Soulful Connections, and I'm the founder of SoulfulLiving.com. Join me and let's connect. Connection. We're learning from each other. And I think, you know, the other thing that happened during the pandemic was that we, I spent a lot of time in the, for a certain period of time until I pulled away on social media. You know, I had nothing else to do in the beginning. And then before I created the podcast and it's this world where we are putting for the most part, it's one of two things. You're either saying, look how great everything is. And I get it. You know, you, you normally post like, look how beautiful my kids are, or look at whatever success there was, or look, I'm having a martini in the local Paris. bar. <laughs> or Paris, <laughs> right? God dang. You like how you think Paris and I think the local bar? <laughs> I'm not that jealous of the local bar, but if you're having a martini in Paris, I'm kind of like, yeah, there are days there. I'm jealous of the local bar. Oh, <laughs> and, and I think it's, it's not that it's bad to do that. It's just that sometimes, you know, life is not always perfect. And sometimes it, it can be off putting to see this perfection everywhere when we're living our own messy lives. And so there was also this part of me that wanted to talk and just be real. Yes, because we do look at social media. I mean, I, I, I've told you about the time that I, I went off Facebook. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm off. I can't take it anymore because it made me feel bad. Yeah. It just made me feel bad. I was looking at it and I, I couldn't help but compare, you know, my life to what I was seeing. And I know what I'm seeing is the truth. Like these people really are in Paris and they really do have, you know, they're, they're showing, you know, their kids and their successes. And, and this is all true. This is not, they're not making it up. So, and I want to see that. I don't mean to say that I don't want to see that. I, I do right. enjoy seeing that. Like, I love to see your vacation pictures, Amanda, or, right. you know, but I think when things are harder in your life at that moment, like I just vividly remember I wrote about it that night. I, I jumped on my computer and did it. I called it, titled it my Facebook rant because that night I was home alone in my house. It was like the middle of June. We're still living in Washington, which I am not happy about. And it was like 45 degrees and raining. And, uh, you know, I was, I, I'm in my sweaters and nobody was home and it was dark and cold and dreary. And, and I'm on Facebook and I'm seeing, you know, this friend's in Paris and this one's at the beach and this one's at her beach home here and there. And, and you just, I'm seeing all this and, and I'm coveting it. You know, I'm thinking, why is that not my life? <laughs> you know? Why is that not right. my story? And, or I want that, but I don't have that right now. And, and it makes you forget what you really do have and the, the good that you do have. But of course, I do appreciate, I have so much, I do appreciate it, but 
I just started to compare and I was jealous. It was a jealous, yeah. it's bottom line. It was just complete jealousy. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, I have to step away from this for a while because I'm leaving this platform feeling bad, just feeling bad for myself. So right. I'm out. I'm just going to Well, I have to tell you. Months. So I did. One year. <laughs> I wanted to do this Christmas card one year. You know how people send those long Christmas cards like Joe got his master's in blah, right. blah, blah. And yep. then mm -hmm. we went to Paris and then we came. <laughs> so I said, and then we ran a marathon and, you know, so I wanted to do this, this Christmas card where, and we have one picture where we're all like on a hill and I'm like, we went mountain climbing. And then I was, I told my mom she was going to have to lay in bed with the covers pulled up to her chin and I was going to hold soup up to her and I was going to say we fed the elderly <laughs> and and all of these things right and then when you open up the last page I, I said to Victor we'll all be in our pajamas laying on the couch with Cheetos like all around and say no seriously we just stayed on the <laughs> right. couch eating Cheetos and watching television but we're going to do all those things next year <laughs> yeah exactly you know right. But he wouldn't do it. Pictures thought that, you know, I thought it was a great idea, Roseanne, but he oh, wasn't so funny. enamored of it. That's so funny. <laughs> the other thing, though, too, that happens in Facebook is that, and probably, you know, Instagram and wherever, is that the anger. There's right. also this kind of thing where somebody will post something. They either believe something or they have an opinion or here's a news story. And then, people will rant and rave in the comments section, you yes. know, disagreeing. Yeah. And yeah. it's, I also thought, well, can we just have a discussion? Mm -hmm. Do we have to be so angry? You well, know, yeah, and you gotta know, you're not changing somebody's mind on Facebook. Like yeah. if they've got something they're saying, your comment is not going to change their mind. I mean, right. it, you're not doing it. It's, it's, it's worthless to even try because you right. are not changing what they think. No That's way. Right. No and way. And you know, I, it, it, there have been occasions where I'll say, you know, here's a news story or here's what I think I've posted. But if somebody disagrees, I don't, I already have put what I thought. I'm not going to go back at them. Right. If you, decide that you need to say, I disagree with you, Amanda. All right. But I'm not going to, I no, you just read what Facebook I, Facebook comment. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. It's so crazy. So I think that I had never even listened to a podcast when, you know, I moved from the website into the podcast world. I started with my friend, Natalie doing two moms and a microphone. And we had never, well, I'd never had heard a podcast and I just hit record and we just started talking and that's Roseanne where you come in well first of all no it's not immediately where you come in because there was another thing when I did this website I thought people are once again I thought people are going to think what is she talking about what is she doing soulful living what a goofball <laughs> and I thought yeah that's probably true but you know what I'm doing it anyway if, if I'm not doing it now then when am I going to do it when I'm 95 you know I'm, I'm here I'm home I'm doing it and I did call and I talked to you and you were like oh that's a good idea and I was so thankful for that 
Yeah, it was a good idea because we all are hard on ourselves and we think, oh, people are going to think, why am, I, why am I doing this? Why do I think I should do this? But actually, we don't think that. <laughs> you think we think that, but we don't. Right. So that's where you get in your own way. Right. And there are, there might be people who think that and they're not your people. That's right. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, there might be people, you know, that's again, that's surrendering. I don't need everybody to, to get me, you know, mm -hmm. as long mm -hmm. as there are a few. And then when we started Natalie and I doing the podcast, you were so helpful because you do listen to podcasts. I do because I used to drive a lot. I mean, I was yes. on the road three hours a day at least. So for me, podcasts or book tapes, you know, but I really got into finding different varieties of podcasts. Um, and yeah, I listened to a ton of them. Absolutely. And on that all was different really topics. great. Yeah. Because you would say, you know, Amanda, you can stop laughing or something like if I was laughing the whole time, you know, or, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or you said, you know, a lot, probably I've said it even in this. Or remember podcast. when we got into the word interesting for a while. Oh my gosh. That was your Guess favorite what? word for a long time. Oh, that's interesting. And I, I still hear myself do it. So yeah, for but... all of you people listening, I know, I know. <laughs> interesting. It's so interesting. It's such... And you would say, well, why is it interesting? At yeah, least say I'm like, just why follow it's up on that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Tell me more. That's always a good thing to yeah. say. You know, when yeah. you say that's so interesting, tell me more. Yeah. 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 It became a comma and mm -hmm. a, a filler. You know, it, yeah, yeah. It, and it an, in an interaction because you are communicating with that other person on the you know on the zoom or in front of you at your you know at your table so yeah you do have to have something yeah. to say to keep them yeah. talking <laughs> but sure. it's been really helpful because then um natalie and i stopped our podcast we took a sabbatical from it and natalie got back into her business which was starting to really take off and i went into this podcast and you were just so helpful from the get-go from, you know, I, Bill, the wonderful Bill Aronson wrote the theme song and used the word connections. And we talked early on about soulful connections, but then I thought it was too earnest and I kept trying to be funny. I kept wanting the title to be funny. You had some cute titles. You did. Yeah. Yeah. But they then were cute. They, they were clever, but yeah. yes. Yes. But then ultimately, for whatever reason, they didn't make sense. So we just said, well, we're just going to call it Soulful Connections so that we can move on. Well, yeah, the titles didn't speak to what you were really doing, you know, it really didn't. connecting people to people. Yeah. Yes. And hearing yeah. their connecting stories. Our, and... our stories, connecting mm -hmm. meaning to our stories, connecting our stories to meaning. And really, you and I talked and, you know, we were saying... I don't, I know that life isn't always going to be happy. I'm okay with the fact that I would love it to be always happy, but it's just not going to be. Um, but I do want it to always be meaningful. You know, right. it's right. not going to be a laugh riot every minute, but I do want to have meaning. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's part of, of the whole podcast and the website and all of my conversations. I can't stand talking about things that don't have any relevance to life and why we're here. Right, right. Because you're right. Life is full of joy and sorrow and you're going to get both. Yeah. Your life's going to give you both. 
And, you know, I say that to my kids a lot, like, you know, it's not all going to be rosy, you know, death happens, illness happens, um, tragedy happens. It will happen to you. It will can't avoid it. So how do you walk through those difficult, sorrowful times um, yeah. and get through them? Cause you're going to have to, cause it's not all going to be peachy. And, you know, I think that that's where by listening to each other and listening to each other's pain. And, and I know sometimes I've heard somebody's story and I'll think, God, I just never knew that they were going through that. Or yeah. I can't believe how they came out of that. That inspires me, you know, and it's yeah. just, it's just important to hear where people are at. It just it yeah. is. And sometimes it's just, you know, they're talking about a, a venture they're in or a job they're doing. And, and that's, you know, that's all equally as important. It doesn't have to be a, a deep down, you know, sorrowful dive in. Well, that, and that's so true. I mean, some of it is just, it is fun to connect with one another. It's yes. really, people are interesting. You know, they we're are. here, we're all here. So let's try to figure it out. Like, why are we here? What's happening? What, what are you doing to find meaning in your life? And what do you do to find joy in your life? And how do you hit a rough spot and keep moving and right, you know, so on and so forth. So I guess that, you know, sometimes I think I learned probably, I think I learned it during the pandemic I'm just doing it. I'll, I'll ask questions later. Right. So some Let's of the it. website mm-hmm. and the podcast, I'm figuring it all out as I go, but I want to do it. It's that simple. And because I want to, I'm doing it. But um, I think there's a lot of fun things that we can do. And in the meantime, um, I'm so happy, Roseanne, that you're such an amazing friend who, you know, we met in first grade and I don't always talk a lot about the soul in soulful people are so uncomfortable with any talk of you know spirit or something that's bigger than just something something tangible to most people and that's why it feels a little awkward maybe right and Mm -hmm. I don't even know some days it means something different to me one day than it does the next right right, but there was something there are certain people with whom you really do have a soulful an S O U L full connection. And, and that, that is my connection with you. And it started early before we could really, you know, yeah. You know, there's something really special about having a friend from childhood Yeah, because we don't really have to explain anything to one another. We know exactly where we've both been. We know where we come from. We know our parents, who our parents are. We know our brothers and sisters. Yes. Like we totally have lived in each other's households. Literally, yes. we have both lived in each other's households. We've walked almost in each other's shoes for a lot of our life. Yes. You know, when I got my serious boyfriend, you were all a part of that. When you got your serious boyfriend, yes. I was all a part of that. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's like we just have this endless history. But yeah. I've met really great friends in my older age they have no idea who I was as a kid. Yeah, They have no idea right. what games we played. And, you know, we share teachers and, and like I said, we share parents, you know, I've, yeah. you know, like when I see your parents now, like your dad, when I see your dad, 
I mean, it just brings tears to my eyes because it's like seeing my dad again because since yeah. I don't have my dad any longer and he's equally like feels like a father to me. Yeah. So, and your mom feels like a mother to me. So yes. it's, it's an amazing thing to have. It really is. And it's a, it's we have an that amazing. not just with each other, but like with Linda and Lorraine too. We've, yes. we know each other's stories. <laughs> There's no- oh, it's so true. I mean, yeah. it is really, really true. When you have those, you know, Linda and I grew up on the same, in the same neighborhood. Right. So we, you know, and you know, um, we have known each about other that, since. Amanda, like growing up, I wasn't really friends with Linda. I right. don't know why, and- but we just never were really friends in grade school yeah. for some reason Yes, and really didn't reconnect until after we had gotten out of school. Um, yeah. And then we, we were able to reconnect, but how funny is that in a small little classroom that we were never really friends? Well, you know, and it makes sense. I mean, the thing is that's, you see it with our own kids. You're not always friends with everybody. And I had, you know, different friendships. Like it wasn't like you, me, Lorraine and Linda hung out together. Yeah, You know, I hung out with you guys individually. Mm -hmm. Um, And Linda, because she grew up in my neighborhood, you know, she would just walk over to my house or I would walk over to her house. And, but there is really something, even when you haven't, I mean, there are people in my, in our first grade class, or even, you know, eighth grade class at this point, that even if we weren't close, you still have that shared history that is palpable and powerful. Um, There's something about though, having close friends and close family, where when bad things happen, or when people, you know, sometimes people think, the worst of you for whatever is happening in your life, people can misjudge you or maybe even judge you correctly. And that correct judgment is something that doesn't sit well with them for whatever reason. I can always say, well, my mom and dad love me. My Mm -hmm. closest friends love me. That actually is almost like a suit of armor, that deep relationship is very powerful. And I don't think you, you know, I, if I were to give advice to anybody who doesn't have that in their life, I would say cultivate it, you know, reach out, make friends, share who you are, because the truth is, yeah, share the truth. And that's when you connect with people. It's true. When you tell them the real, then you connect with them. Yeah. A hundred percent. If you are putting on this veneer that we do we all want to make it look like everything's great for some reason it's this weird thing then you're probably not going to get close because until you share your vulnerabilities or really who you are I don't know that you can really connect that's true it's true and you know that you talk about that soul connection and that's true because when um I remember when Jeff's mother died and you had walked into her funeral and you know i was really i was really holding it together and you walked in and i burst into tears as soon as i saw you just lost it and kathy our yoga teacher was standing right next to us if you remember when this happened and i leaned over to kathy and i said gosh i was doing so good till she walked in kind of as a joke and she said oh yeah roseanne there's people like that in your life they just bring out the, the truth don't they they just bring out the real reality and, uh, and the real deepness of who you are, that's yeah. you too. So it's, that's the truth of the matter. You know, you can put on yes. this, you know, you, you can be oh, on yeah. a happy face. And then that person that you really are connected with 
they know or they bring out the real truth of it. So, right. And you know, it's safe to me also it's, it's a safe place. Like once you see that person, you're immediately safe to be exactly with your feelings, (laughs) right. To feel exactly what you're really feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very special, but yeah. So that's what the soulful connection is all about for sure. And it's, it's been really fun to listen to all the people that you've talked to and, and uh, just, you know, we hear different voices and their stories and, you know, their opinions and their ideas. It's, it's really, it's nice. It's really, well, I'm so thankful that you're there because we do connect after many of them. And um, it really, I I just, it's the best because it's collaborative, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm there talking, but you're still a part of it. And, you know, my sister's still a part of it. I connect with her and I just, I just have these people that are just really, I'm so lucky. I mean, I really am so, so fortunate. And I like having these soulful conversations like this, you know, it's not because a lot of the time you're, you're kind of interviewing somebody to some degree, getting, you know, getting them to talk and, and it's nice to have more of a conversation sometimes about something or about a topic or, you know, and sometimes you and I will talk about a podcast you just had. And we'll yes. have a conversation about it. And so you know, we'll sort have of to do more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Roseanne, you know, the other thing is I, I want to talk about some different, you know, when I see a movie or a show or a news event, it kind of yes. also sparks. So I think we'll have more soulful conversations as part of the Soulful Connections podcast. Yeah, and, it's fun. Just like you, you and know. I were talking about that, uh, that Netflix show that you were watching, the one about yes. the, the murder, the Mormons. Yes. And- uh, you know, yes. I haven't gone through it yet, but yeah, once I get through it, we should talk about it because we, we should. It's yeah, really I have disturbing. a lot to say. <laughs> like it's oh, it's really disturbing, but I have a lot disturbing. to say that I won't even say it because right. stay tuned, people. That I'm going to end talking this. About. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to end the podcast, but I'll stay on with you. Um, but I really appreciate it because, you know, Roseanne, just allowing me to even talk about that situation with Clara um, really feeds into why this podcast along with you know some it other does. things but it does it really and a does. lot of time you reference it and I think it's good for people to know what happened you know yes. what exact what happened here and I mean it was a big big deal it, it really, really was I mean affected your whole life moving forward even so it affected all of us I mean Clara was just given the all clear sign really three years ago when she turned yeah, it's like a, she, it's a miracle yeah truly yeah a so miracle. when she was 13 we were told you're good you're good but it was living you know and, and believe me I didn't need them to tell me it was all good in the sense that I really had faith as did Victor and as did our you know family and close friends we all believed it but there is something really oh freeing and liberating and wonderful about people saying, yeah, you're, you're mm-hmm. good now. She's going to survive. And now we do still work on just quality of life issues and, um, and, you know, but that's a luxury. The fact right. that we can worry about quality of life now, and she's great and beautiful and feisty. And, you know, she's yeah, a unique perfect. person as are yeah, she's perfect. Um, my other, my other two, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of our kids, Grace and, you know, because great, that's a whole other story. What Grace went through as a, um, a little girl growing up with that, you know, of and, course. Yeah. And even Julie, 
like I started to realize I didn't give Julie swimming lessons for the longest time because I was so nervous about getting Clara swimming lessons because again, that cold that we were trying to prevent with her. Mm -hmm. And then I almost, I treated Julie often as though she couldn't get a cold, you know, the same fears were kind of into her, into the way I raised her. So, you know, it was a big family thing and it did color a lot of my life, but it also helped me to really fully embrace joy. Mm-hmm. I really understand that if you, if your family is alive and if you're alive, there is reason for joy. Yeah, I get that too. I get that too. And I missed that for a long time yes. until, until the shit hit the fan. Right. Right. So, right. right. Yeah. We have so much. So a future podcast, mm-hmm. Roseanne, you can talk more about that when you're ready, yes. when you're ready to do that. I will. So. I will. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. And thank you so much to Billy Aronson, who gifted me with his wonderful music and even coming up with the word connections for this podcast. Thanks to my bestie, Roseanne Griffiths. She serves as the official advisor and unofficial associate producer of this podcast. Thank you to all of my friends and family who let me bounce ideas off of them. And to you guys who listen please let me know your thoughts, your ideas, your questions. You can reach me at soulfullife at gmail.com. That's S like solar, O-L-F-U-L-L-I-F-E at gmail.com.